Welcome back, everybody. This weekend, my HSA account finally moved over from TD Ameritrade over to Schwab. And so now all of my accounts in my dividend growth portfolio are all at Schwab under one umbrella, and I can use all the portfolio tools, hopefully to their full potential. What I want to start doing is a monthly recap on my portfolio so you can all see how it's progressing, and I can give you my thoughts on how I think it's going. And specifically, I want to start going over these items every month. The total value in holdings, which you guys already see pretty regularly. How my portfolio is performing against the S&P 500. Again, I show that pretty often. What the annual dividend income is for my account, which hopefully should be growing. And then a more detailed recap of how my portfolio is progressing each month, including what dividends that I receive for the month and how much, what stocks that I buy and sell for the month, my updated portfolio allocation and weightings, which holdings have performed the best overall and for the past month, and the which holdings I expect to continue to add to for the month coming up. And now I just want to say this first update for August or basically from beginning of August to now is going to make you sad, but there's going to be a good lesson in it for both of us. So let me get through these and then I'll tell you what I mean. So if we look at the total value of my portfolio, it's currently at 224,561. Now, if you guys remember about a month ago when I released this, it was 227. And since then, it's basically been going down. Now, when we look here, it says my one month change is basically up 20%. That obviously is just because the HSA account officially moved over this weekend. So it makes it look like that was all new money. It's not. I am actually negative for the month because I started around 226, 225, and now I'm down to 224. And I know that plus 37,000 kind of looks weird, but as we get into next month, that should be corrected by then. And then if we take a look at how my portfolio is performed against the S&P 500, Remember, we are going to start this when I actually created the portfolio on December the 8th, and we'll do it until today, or actually, we'll do it until yesterday. And as you can see, my portfolio has a rate of return of 8.82% since December 8th, 2022, and the S&P 500 is 15.74%. So at this point, we're underperforming the S&P 500, which we've talked about quite a bit, so that shouldn't be a surprise. Now, if we look at the investment income tab, So the nice part about this with Schwab is that you can get historical dividends that actually already hit your account. And then they also do an estimated, especially for the next 12 months, which I like to look at, so that you kind of know what to expect based on the stocks that you're holding. Now, unfortunately for me, because I've been moving accounts around and trying to get it moved over to Schwab, the 2023 numbers just aren't very accurate in terms of the actual dividends that I got this year. But now that all that transition is done, as time goes on, it'll correct itself as new dividends hit the accounts. So if we look for the next 12 months, my dividend income is expected to be $4,367.96. And if we do some quick math, we can see that that equates to about a 2% dividend yield for my portfolio. And believe it or not, that's about where I want to be at this stage of the portfolio's life cycle. Now, I could easily go out there and get a higher yield by buying stocks or ETFs that pay higher dividends. But I'm really focused on trying to find the best possible companies with wide moats that are going to give me dividend growth. And actually, if you guys remember, when I originally revealed this portfolio, my dividend income was actually higher. At that point, it was about 4600 annually in dividends because I still had lows in the portfolio. But then over this past month, I replaced Lowe's with a company like Visa, where Lowe's was close to 2% dividend yield and Visa is less than one. Ideally, this number would be just going up every month, but at least for this month, it went down. So I'm hustling backwards, apparently, but we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, let's look at the dividends that I received in my accounts over the past month or so. 
On August 9th, I got a $110 dividend from Lowe's which ironically ended up being the highest dividend that I got for the whole month, and it's a position that I no longer have now. <laughs> On August 10th, I got a $51 dividend from American Express. August 15th, I got a $0.26 cent dividend from Realty Income. Let's go. <laughs> Then on August 17th, I got two dividends from Apple because I hold it in two different accounts, but I basically altogether got about $24 from them. And then September 5th was a big day for dividends. I got a total of $155.02 from Valero and then a $57 dividend from Walmart. So overall for the past month, I had dividends of $396.28, which is pretty good. Now, overall, Valero has really been one of the best performers or actually the best performer in my portfolio this year in terms of capital appreciation. And they just happen to be the stock that probably has the highest dividend yield in my portfolio. But the main question with Valero is whether or not they're going to get to that double digit dividend growth like they had before. And I think we'll probably find out closer to the beginning of the year because that's normally when they announce their dividend increases. Okay, so let's take a look at what stocks I bought and sold for the month. On August 5th, I had a small buy of five shares of Valero at $124.32. On August 7th, I bought 16 shares of Apple at $178.80. On August 22nd, I sold Lowe's 100 share $225.32. At that point in time, it was about an 11% total gain. On August 28th, I started my Visa position with 93 shares at $244.19. And I also started my Starbucks position at 5 shares and $97.20 a share. And then on 831, I added to my Starbucks position with 4 shares at $99.08. So overall, there was one major change, which ended up being basically switching out lows for Visa, as well as adding to my Apple position when it dipped after buying the top to start my position. But I would expect going forward that it's going to be less of me getting out of positions and more just continuing to add on to the ones that I have. Okay, so if we look at my holdings and we do a sort by percentage of portfolio. As you can see, United Health is far and away the largest position in my portfolio, with the next individual stock being McDonald's at a little over 12%, but United Health is over 21%. So it's kind of hard to see, but if you come down here to the ETF portion, SCHD is actually pretty close. It's about 19.82%, but those two positions are far and away the largest in my portfolio right now. And so if I take a look where the other companies are at, McDonald's, again, 12.34%, American Express at 10.75%. I think I'm okay where those are at, and we'll talk a little bit more about companies that I might add to in the next coming months. Visa's at 10%, and Apple's at 8.3%. Those are two positions that I actually would prefer to be a little higher. Visa, if it got to maybe about 15%, I think would be good. And actually Apple as well. Now, if I look at Valero at 9.18% and Walmart at a little bit over 7 I think I'm okay with where those are at right now, although I still think Valero is undervalued at this point. So that's an interesting one where I'm actually okay with the allocation, but it might be one of the better opportunities out of the stocks that I have in my portfolio. So I'll just have to see what happens as I add more money to the account and what I'm interested in buying at that time. And then like we talked about last week, Starbucks is less than 1%, but that is one that I also would like to increase in terms of weighting. And then just real quick, if we look at how each of these holdings has performed since I bought them, obviously Valero is far and away the best performing stock that I have at almost 20%. Berkshire, even though I just have my small amount of two shares, has been really great, which actually begs the question of why am I not just putting all my money into Berkshire and have Warren do the stock picking for me? 
Where's the fun in that? And then we see United Health is a little under 5%, and that's a little disappointing because they actually were a lot higher, but they've come down quite a bit here over the past week or so. So Walmart is finally showing some signs of life after their earnings call, and so they're up close to 4% in my portfolio. And now McDonald's is another one where it actually had done pretty well and has recently come back down. So it's sitting right now at about 1.64%. But again, all these are long-term holds for me. So what it's done in a few months isn't really going to bother me too much. American Express is another one that actually had done really well early in the year, but it's come back down a little bit. Plus, I started adding to that one at higher prices after my initial buy. So that's brought down the total gains a little bit. And then obviously, Visa and Starbucks are relatively new. And Apple, now this is as of yesterday and today is wednesday the 6th and apple went down like five percent just today so i was gonna actually be like hey look i'm only down 1.26 percent after buying the top but i'm actually down like six percent or something now still it's okay and then my one share of realty income is just a boat taking on water right now at negative seven and a half percent but again it's only one share plus you know right now REITs with how interest rates are they're just getting beaten up in the market pretty much across the board and then just real quick SEHD has basically been flat since I bought it that's another one that again just hasn't really had a lot of good price movement Okay, so if we take a look at how these holdings have performed over the past month or so, I'm jumping into Seeking Alpha for this, and I don't know if there's a place to do this in Schwab, but I couldn't find it to where I could actually look at all my holdings individually and see how they performed over the past month or just on a custom time frame. So if you guys know of something like that and I just missed it, please let me know. Now, if we go into Seeking Alpha, we see that over the past month or so, Valero has been my best performer, which is a common theme for me in 2023. And believe it or not, Apple has actually been a really good performer, but again, not for me since I bought the top. And then Berkshire Visa, Walmart. And really what I wanted to talk about here is United Health is down 4% this month. And this is kind of what I was talking about is that it had had a nice run up and I'd had some nice gains in it, but it's really kind of come back down to earth over the past few weeks. So overall, we can see from my portfolio anyway, it hasn't been a great month. But when I look at the companies that I have, I feel really good about it. And I feel like it's a really strong group that over time should still outperform. So looking forward, in terms of the companies in my portfolio that I want to continue to add to, I'm looking at it kind of in two ways right now. So one, there's three companies that I would like to have a bigger allocation or weighting in my portfolio, and that's Apple, Visa, and Starbucks. But then two, if I think about the companies in my portfolio that are probably at the most attractive valuations, it's actually United Healthcare, Valero, American Express, and actually SEHD. So in terms of which specific ones and when, it's just going to depend as money hits that account, we'll see what the market's doing at that point in time, and I'll make my decision from there. But it basically means that the two companies that I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be adding to, at least for now, are Walmart and McDonald's. So overall, when we look at the past month, we say the portfolio went down, my annual dividends actually went down. And the lesson in this that I talked about earlier is that you may have months where it doesn't feel like you're making progress. Your portfolio is going down, your dividends are going down, you only have a 2% dividend yield, and you're starting to wonder and question yourself in terms of, are you doing the right thing? You'll see stocks like NVIDIA rocket up and worry that you missed the boat or that you have the wrong strategy. You'll see stocks that you sold go up, You'll see stocks that you bought go down. And that all just happened to me this month. You guys saw it. And those things impact our emotion and they drive us to think that we need to change something. We need to act. We need to do something. But at the end of the day, it's only been one month. So sometimes we just need to take a step back, breathe, and zoom out. 
And this is why truly understanding these two things is critical in investing. One, what are your goals and your strategy to achieve them? And I know those just sound like words, but for example, here's what mine are. So my goal is to beat the S&P 500 in total return while creating a growing passive income stream for my family. And my strategy to achieve it is I want to attach myself to companies with wide moats that are generating increasing cash flow and rewarding shareholders with dividend growth that outpaces inflation. So whenever I see things that happen in the financial markets or in the news or stocks that rocket up or this or that, I have to go back to what are my goals? What is my strategy to get there? And am I still on track? And if I am, then that's okay. And then the second thing to understand is why are you invested in the companies you're invested in? And why specifically that company? And now you realize I didn't say what's the price of the stocks in your portfolio because price is what the market does. And there's a lot of factors that go into it, most of which are out of our control. But the things that are within our control are understanding what we're working towards and our plan to get there and how each of the stocks contribute to that plan. Now, the market may not agree and the price may not match up, and actually, that's where opportunities come from. But we have to have the confidence to be able to stay the course because we know why we invested in something. Keep working your plan and make sure that the story is the same for the companies that you invested in and why you invested in them. And then focus on adding more money to be able to invest in your portfolio instead of worrying about trying to get in and out of everything that you have. Because when you do the work up front, and then you stay the course and continue adding into your portfolio, it's almost impossible not to be successful over the long term with that mindset. So that's it for our first monthly portfolio recap. Let me know if you guys like this style of video and we'll keep doing them every month. Or if you really just hated it and said, dude, this is a waste of time. Either way, let me know down in the comments below. Hope you guys have a great day out there. Financial independence is true freedom. So keep building and stacking wins. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.